I'm Dr. Lara Devgan. I'm a plastic surgeon in New York City, the CEO of Scientific Beauty, and of course, a major beauty enthusiast. You are listening to Beauty Bosses, where we chat with fellow industry leaders who are shaping beauty, fashion, wellness, and all things pretty. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited for this episode of our podcast. Today, we have Seema and Sunny, the co-founders of Venus A. Fleur. And I'm sure you guys have seen these beautiful flowers all over Instagram and in the real world. But um, these two have created a powerful flower brand and a floral company that focuses on eternity roses. And I actually totally organically, not through uh, any paid means, have a bunch of these Venus A. Fleur arrangements because they're so gorgeous. They're eternity roses, so they last for a year and they smell awesome and Thanks for being here, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having us. Okay, great. So with with this podcast, Beauty Bosses, what we really are trying to get to the bottom of is what is the story behind some of the great brands that we see all around us in our daily lives? And I want to hear a little bit about how you guys got started. Yeah, of course. So um, a little bit about our story is Sunny and I had just started talking. Actually, we weren't even dating at the time. Um, and he wanted to impress me, so he sent me flowers on Valentine's Day, like many males do. Um, and so what I received was not what he had ordered. He had um, really researched a ton to try to find me this like big, bald arrangement of roses. What I received was like 12 roses, horrible, kind of dying already. Um, and I sent him a picture, and he was like, that is not what I ordered. <laughs> you were like, are you mad at me? <laughs> he was like, I'm not cheap. Like, I didn't try to send you that. So um, long story short, we got to talking. Like, there must be so many people with this issue. Um, and why don't we change this situation? And why don't we create a service that is actually what it claims to be? And it is delivered beautifully. Um, and both of us come from entrepreneurial backgrounds. Um Parents both had companies. We worked for our parents for years growing up, so we had a lot of experience, and we thought, let's do this. We weren't even dating, like, fully at the time. It was just, I don't know, one of those moments. Yeah, I think we were just, like, in the middle of trying to impress one another, so it was kind of like ideas started bouncing, and, you know, I have a a background in sort of the operations of business. She has a, a, a strong background in, like, the design, so she'd come up with design ideas, and I would know how to sort of execute those, and it was just a way for us to keep bouncing ideas off and just wanting to impress one another. And that that just continued to evolve how quickly we could actually do this and, and get this up off the ground. So I think that also really helped spark the, the brand from starting so quickly. That's awesome. So let's take this back to school. Did you guys study anything that would prepare you for a company like this? So I did a little bit of interior design. I did two semesters and I absolutely hated it. Um, My parents are in the plumbing and lighting kind of world, and they really wanted me to do that. So it wasn't what I wanted to do. So I went back to school for marketing, and I finished with marketing communications. Um, But I still had that, like, design want. So I was still doing things with my parents for their company. I was working on packaging for my dad's faucets. So that's there kind of go. where the packaging idea came from because I were was... Were they beautiful Parisian and No, they were not. <laughs> they were very modern, black and white, but it was nonetheless, I was, I was working on, you know, the packaging portion of his business and helping him design cool bathtubs and, 
and sinks and stuff. So that's kind of where my background was. Awesome. Um, working every Saturday at a plumbing and lighting uh, store and manufacturer. So. And how about you, Sunny? Uh, so I did a little bit of college, um, but I immediately started working with my dad. Even while I was in high school, I was working with my dad. So um, it was tough to balance school and work because uh, we lived in central Jersey. So every day having to commute once or even twice to the city, was it was difficult. So um, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew that my brother and I had started businesses even while we were in, in high school. Um, so it was just one of these things where we were like, you know what? Um, we're, we look at ourselves as entrepreneurs and we want to help out our, our family business and kind of grow it, do add some like modernism to like the techniques on how to market the business, how to sell, where to sell and things like that. Um, and so immediately started working with my dad and then my brother and I, uh, started a company afterwards. I mean, we've, we've done things from electronics with my father's side of business, um, to doing things in like the restaurant world and nightlife world. Um, we've started companies similar to my father's business and the electronics sort of side, but, um, tried to market them through platforms like Amazon and eBay and stuff like that. So uh, we got really savvy with e-commerce. Um, we had a friend that that created websites, so we helped him market his business and sort of were able to also identify how um, being able to easily offer a website to someone who's starting a business, you know, six, seven years ago helped accelerate it for them. So uh, we got to learn a lot of that and that actually helped us a lot with Venus A. Fleur and being able to create a website on our own and be able to tweak it and really just sort of mold it to like what we needed it to do. Um, so yeah, my background is really just, you know, going into different businesses, seeing how I can apply what I've learned already to um, sort of scale it and grow it in a, in a way that may not be, um, you know, the way that is done or by everyone else. I really like your story because you guys really did a lot of this yourselves personally. Mm -hmm. um, and in the era of, you know, sure, I'll make a website for you for $20,000. It's really cool that you have this, the capability and skills to make your own website. Um, because that takes a lot of the pressure and external costs out of the equation. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. We did. We took pictures ourselves, like yeah. all our website pictures from our first website was iPhone pictures. All the social media was run by myself. Um, we did everything. He built our website. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I had my friend that would help me out with creating websites traditionally. Um, but this was a little bit different and I knew that I wanted to do it sort of my way. Um, and I, we actually identified different platforms and Shopify was one that came across to us. And, um, you know, that's been one of the best assets that we've even till today had. We've been able to easily make a website. We've been able to get support 24 seven, um, when you call in for support, there's people you can actually like understand and they'll help you out without any issues at all. So um, definitely one of the platforms that helped us scale. Um, also just being able to identify different apps within their, their app store that you can plug and play into the website. So we've been able to, you know, mold the website, be able to add things in where traditionally a website may have taken longer um, and been able to really control our website ourselves without having to have a third party company come in and not know, you know, what status they're at, if they're going to be able to complete websites by certain dates. So being that we did it all in house, it was definitely beneficial for us. That's awesome. Are most of your sales coming through the website or coming through, um, phones and sort of app based social channels? Yeah, we've, uh, majority of our sales are online. 
um, through our store. We navigate customers in many different ways to the store, um, but we also do have a customer service and sales team as well. So we do take a lot of phone orders from customers who may be on the road and want to place an order or may just want to call in, get some advice on what they think you know their significant other would really want. Um, what the popular setups can be, occasions, if it's an anniversary, we can sort of give them advice on, you know, what they, what their significant other might want to receive on that day. Yeah. And I think social media definitely is a huge play of like how people find our, our business and actually will purchase at the end. They'll go to our website, they'll see a product and they'll actually uh, end up purchasing. So that's awesome. So let's take it back to the technicalities here because mm-hmm. you took the concept of Roses, which, you know, men have been sending to women or partners have been sending to other partners um, since the beginning of time, basically, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. And you made it into something completely different. So how do you get a regular rose to last for a year? So we'll start off again with the story, um, with the, a service that we wanted to make actually what it claimed to be. Um, and we wanted to be packaged really beautifully. So Um, We started off with classic Ecuadorian roses. They last about, you know, seven to 10 days traditionally. But our issue was that we wanted the service to be able to be shipped worldwide because I was living in Vancouver. I'm Canadian. And he was living um, in New York. And we had this issue because he was sending me flowers in Vancouver. We want to kind of replicate this. How can we ship worldwide? Our flowers were dying in transit when we would do our testing. So we went to our farm where we were buying these flowers from to see if they could... In Ecuador. Yes. Uh, we went to visit them and we were trying to see if they could like add something to the solution or something, to the fertilizer to make them last longer. And they were like, well, we have this treatment that we can do to the flowers. And they showed us what it does. And we had samples there. And we were like, are you doing anything with this? And they said no. So we signed rights on that trip to that flower, to the attorney rose. So we have rights to the attorney rose now. Um, and we exclusively work with this farm. That's amazing. Yeah. And so I imagine it's proprietary because yes. you signed <laughs> rights for it. But just kind of in a broad general sense, am I correct in assuming that it's almost like embalming the roses? Like you're draining out the xylem and phloem and putting in some other... So I, we hate that word. <laughs> I mean, it's a little more. Yeah. There's a, a better word. Is there a better word? Um, so what we say is we we remove you know all the um, sap and stuff out of the flower, and then we actually treat it with a wax-based solution. It's proprietary, but it's non-toxic. It's hypoallergenic. What it does is it stops the growth of the rose in its most peak state, um, and it keeps it super soft still. Um, and then we'll dye it any sort of color. And all the oils that are from remove the color existing color from the rose petals. Yes. So you can make it any sort of color. Say flowers come in green or pink or black or gold or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay, which is so cool because then for interior design and decor nerds, you can really customize your living arrangement to your flowers. Yeah, we can do anything. We can put letters, numbers, hearts, any sort of design in the flower arrangement as well. So you can get very custom with our arrangement. Okay, so when did you start the company? In July 2015. Okay, and was it you know, all systems go from the beginning. Did you know that it was going to be great and successful or did you have any bumps in the road where you were wondering why you invested all this time and money into it? Yeah, I mean, you know, from just from the start, we knew that that the two of us, as long as, you know, we were dedicated to it, we can really do it. Um, and 
we're just the type of people that we are is like we give it our all. Um, so we always knew like we could do something great here. We can really revolutionize something and change up the way in which people are used to receiving florals. Um, and so that, you know, that's just been our, our go the entire time is to do things as quickly as we can as with everything that we have. Um, but there have been a lot of bumps along the line. Uh, as Siva mentioned, when we first started with the traditional roses, they weren't shippable and it was, you know, it really took a toll on us. We, we were down on ourselves, but it never stopped us from, from just continuing to try, try, try. Um, and you know, once we came across the eternity rose and that's what we, you know, uh, brought into the marketplace, we at first only offered it in certain cities, um, where we were actually manually hand delivering them certain cities, which we still do hand deliveries in, but, um, the shipping was, was what was difficult. Uh, and so we, at then and even now spend a lot of money in research and development and always want to better the products. So back then we, we spent a lot of time, effort and money in developing our packaging, which allows our arrangements to be now shipped worldwide without any issues at all. Um, so it's, it's really great because the same way that someone wants to gift a significant other and may want to uh, gift their, their own parents in a different part of the world, they can do that. The experience is the exact same. Um, a lot of businesses that we work with love using us because they're treating every client the exact same way. They're able to gift someone something in a completely different country and they receive the exact same experience. So it's, it's definitely important to us to um, keep investing into, into our packaging and our, our shipping solutions and everything to make sure it's always done right. Yeah, I think when we were doing that whole shipping craze and um, you know trying to figure out how to ship the flowers, that was a really hard time for us. I remember crying every single day. Because I was like, this isn't working. This is what we want to do. It's not working. But I mean, we kept going. We would ship to his uncle in California and be like, how did it go? Did it <laughs> arrive properly? He would send us videos about, you know, how the flowers looked and be like, all right, back to the drawing boards and go back. And right, because out. flowers are so inherently delicate and the postal services can be a little bit they rough. Are. Yeah, they're, they are so hard to ship. So that took us um, a lot of investment, like you said, to figure out how to do it and bring someone on board that can help us ship um, everything. So, you know, that was one of the investments we made. One thing I really like about your packaging um, is that the boxes are utilitarian, but at the same time, they're really beautiful. And it's one of the few situations where people will display flowers in the package that they were received in. Normally you get a flower arrangement and you tear everything off and throw it all in the trash can. And here you have these beautiful, you know, Paris style hat boxes and garment boxes and, you know, different textures and things like that. So tell us about the concept behind the boxes. So um, again, I, it's a Parisian inspired hat box. Um, you know, that was the first inspiration there. Um, putting the flowers in the box and we either put the lid at the bottom, which is kind of how it's displayed, um, or we can put it on the back. So that's really uh, the, the inspiration there. And we recently, about a year ago, um, introduced the LeClaire collection, which has a drawer at the bottom. So it's a functional floral arrangement. So you can put your jewelry in there, you can put makeup, whatever. We put our Apple TV remote in it um, on our coffee table so we don't Do you guys it. have a lot of flowers um, around your house? Yeah, we have a lot, but every now and then a couple go missing when we have friends over. <laughs> like, oh, we're taking that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know we definitely have lots of flowers in our home and, um, you know, we have lots of blush roses. I, I love the blush rose and we uh, recently have um, the Earl Grey rose. So we have that, but it's actually sold out on our website. It's, uh, not back for a little while, but yeah. we do have some in our place. I think back to sort of your question on the packaging though, like 
our textures we like to change up sort of with like the the different times of the year um we've done packaging for certain occasions um a recent texture that we released was a, a canvas style print with butterflies on it which is the petite papillon collection um and so sort of the inspiration behind that is like the butterflies that someone gets when they first meet um someone that they're falling in love with and i think you know that's the inspiration behind that is really just a tie back to it so every time someone sees the arrangement in their home or wherever they place it they really have that connection to it and the great thing is that since it lasts such a long time it's just a repeat effect on that person mm-hmm. yeah we have a lot of cool things coming out yeah tell us year. about what you have next <laughs> we can't share anything oh, okay. right now All but right. you know stay tuned there's so many cool things coming out we're yeah. really really excited for our new collections. Well, let's talk a little bit about the business side of things. So you guys started in 2015 and um, how quickly did you grow? Because now you have become a veritable worldwide brand. So tell us a little bit about your growth and any any numbers that you feel comfortable disclosing. Sure. So um, we started in 2015 and um, we've been growing rapidly uh, since then. Um, I, think, I think in the last year we've done... Uh, We've grown by about 226%, um, and we continue to grow from that number. Uh, as I said earlier, we like to invest a lot into the brand, so we always want to continue to grow. Um, you know, Our team building is very important to us. We always want to hire the right team where we can all work together, but we can always rely on one another. So um, we can make decisions very, very quickly. We're able to execute on those ideas and uh, things that we want to do very fast. Um, we've been able to diversify our marketing efforts. Um, Seema leads the marketing team, so uh, she's on calls all day long with them and different ideas that they have, different ways to market to the customer, tactics, so on and so forth. So um, between that and a lot of partnerships, we've definitely been able to grow rapidly. Yeah, and I think education too. We're always trying to educate the consumer about our flowers and how it's you know another option to just buying regular um, roses these actually last the entire year and that's kind of another thing we definitely invest on and we think that's also helped with growth that's awesome what are your marketing strategies so social media is definitely one of the main things that we use for marketing um, we tend to post a ton of photos on Instagram we do a lot of reposts of our our clients sharing their special moments um, and then, of course, like Facebook, um, we work with influencers a ton. So we are very vast with who we work with um, and, you know, making sure that it goes with their aesthetic. So since we have so many colors, we can offer really anything to our to our influencer and they can create it in the, the way that they want it. Yeah, we like to diversify the way in which we um, show our customer and show the public who we are and what we can do. Um, things from just being a product that you can gift to a significant other versus a product that can be used for business, um, for business gifting and things like that. Um, so we've, you know, we definitely like to continue to, to innovate with our team on different marketing efforts. That's very cool. Um, one thing that I really like about the customizability of the flowers is that they can be so many different things to so many different kinds of people. And I think that sort of echoes what you guys are saying. Yeah, definitely. Um, so let's rewind a little bit to some of the backstory. You know, we started this story out with the really crappy flower arrangement that Sunny <laughs> sent Seema back way back when. And then we built a company in 2015. It's grown 
amazingly and exponentially. But somewhere along the line, you guys had some personal news about your own relationship. Yeah, so in June 2017, Sunny proposed to me in Paris. Um, so you my, had already been running the big business together for two years and you weren't even married. No, no. Um, so he proposed to me in, in Paris um, at, at the Shangri-La Hotel on the terrace um, overlooking the Eiffel Tower. And it's super funny because I didn't even know he remembered this, but I tagged him in a photo on Instagram of the Shangri-La Paris the terrace and I was like I love this it looks so beautiful I want to go there one day so he planned the entire proposal around that um, and it was really magical he did a good job <laughs> so what is it like being married and working with your business partner well basically married we're actually getting married in December oh sorry sorry you're engaged <laughs> no. okay, okay. Yeah. you're engaged and I'm sure at your wedding you're gonna have some some major decor ideas. Oh, yeah. oh definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lots of flowers. Um, but it's actually great working together. We understand each other's strengths and we kind of don't like overstep each other. So if he has um, his opinion about something to do with marketing, like I take it with a grain of salt. I'll say, okay, well, at the end of the day, it's my final decision or with anything creative. Uh And then it's the same thing that goes back to operations. Now, if he feels, uh, or if I feel that, you know, I would have done something differently, it's ultimately like it's his decision. So um, I think we understand that really well. And that's why we work so well as a team. Definitely. Yeah. We're, we understand each other's strengths, as Seema said, but we're also very open to each other's input. Um, But we're also, we, we just trust each other a lot. You know, we, we know that, if, if the other one makes a, a decision on, on something that they're doing it for the best interest of the company. Um, you know, and, and in the past, you know, we've definitely had those moments when we're like, uh, you know, maybe you should have listened to me. You should, I should have listened to you, but we we're in this together. We're in this with our, with each other, but also with our entire team. And from everything that we've, you know, ever had to overcome in the past, we do it together as a team. Mm-hmm. So now I want to turn to, um, the kind of advice portion of the podcast because one of the coolest things about beauty bosses is getting to hear about the backstory behind some of these brands that we all love. And for people who are listening to this podcast and wondering, you know, how, what does this mean for me? How can I make an awesome, creative, vibrant company like this? What's your advice? I think one of the number one things is, um, hire the right staff. Um, if you don't know how to do something, hire someone that does. Or if you don't enjoy doing something, hire someone that does because that is how your company will succeed. Um, and we have the best staff. I'm not just saying that. I, we really do. And they're like a family to us. But we did hire the key people to handle certain things in the company. And that's why things run so smoothly. Are you based here in this area? Yes. Yeah, so we have a uh, – our offices are here in Manhattan. We have a distribution facility in New Jersey and in Los Angeles. Um, so we, we have plans to continue to expand as well, but, uh, yeah, we are, we're based out of here. Okay. Awesome. Do you ever foresee brick and mortar or is e-commerce the way to go? Yeah. E-commerce is, is very strong for us. We, we understand it really well. Um, brick and mortar is, is tough. Um, but we have experimented with it. We've done some pop-ups and things like that, um, that have gone great. We've done some partnerships as well along the lines of, uh, pop-ups and, doing things at events with other other uh, partners. So we definitely tested it and we have some more uh, some more ideas that will be flowing out really soon. 
Oh, that's so exciting. (laughs) Stay Um, tuned. How many people do you guys now have in the company? So uh, currently we have just under 50. We have about 44 employees between all three sites. Um, And then during holidays, I mean, we we work with agencies that can really get us the the help that we need. And during like Mother's Day, we'll have somewhere around 130, 140 employees. That's amazing. I bet Valentine's Day is a madhouse at Venus A. Floor. Valentine's Day is a madhouse at Venus A. Floor. And so is Mother's Day. Yeah, every holiday has surpassed the last. So when we thought that Mother's Day was our biggest last year, or Valentine's was the biggest last year, then Mother's Day was even bigger, and then Christmas was even bigger than that. So um, every holiday we've been able to surpass the last. And I think that's just been really cool for us because where we think traditionally that Mother's Day, Valentine's Day will be the biggest for us, we, we do see sales spike during other holidays. It's all really just about the education of the customer about how, you know, sending a floral traditionally may have just been a romantic gesture, but now it can be used for so many different things, for housewarmings, bridal showers. Promotions, really anything. And lots of brands actually use this as well um, to gift influencers. So if they have like a new makeup or skincare line coming out, they usually give our flowers with it. And it just enhances the gift. So we do a ton of different things during all types of holidays. That's very cool. Now, tell us a little bit about some of your learnings. Like, what have been the big bumps in the road for you? I think one of the biggest bumps, and I'm sure Seema can agree, is when you start out, you do want to do everything. But as you continue to grow and you grow fast, you can't do everything. And there'll come a certain time where when when you do want to do everything, it really just starts to slow everything down. Um, so as Seema said, hiring the right team was was key for us, um, and it continues to be key for us to make sure that everyone is organized, executing on all of our plans accordingly. We're able to meet deadlines and things like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's been big for us. I think self-care is super important, and I think a lot of people forget about that. Um, making sure that you take that time out for yourself to meditate or go for a run or whatever it is, spend time with your family. Because when you start a business, that's that's everything to you, but you need time for yourself as well. So definitely take the time to like turn off and stay away from social media and just focus on yourself. It's yeah, recharging important. is, is mm-hmm. definitely key. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what are your top three tips for having an awesome Instagram account? Make sure that your photos are edited properly. So do not use like artificial lighting. I would use like as much um, natural light as possible. Um, make sure you're using the right hashtags so your uh, business is found. And I think... Hmm. Engaging with your... Yes. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Engaging with your consumer. You know, if they have a question, respond to it. That's super important. And that keeps your follower, you know, engaged. And also they'll talk about your your brand to, you know, their friends and you'll, you might get another follower out of that. It becomes a little bit more personal rather than someone just following a brand and seeing beautiful products. They're able to actually communicate with somebody and, you know, ask a question, be heard for it, comment and see a response, post a photo and see a like and a comment. And, you know, all those things really help the brand stay, um, you know, warm with somebody. They want to continue to engage with the brand. You guys have been relatively... Not silent, but definitely in the background of your brand. 
because when you look, you know, there are some brands where it's the person's face all over their mm-hmm. Instagram feed. And in your brand, you really let the flowers speak for themselves. What was the, the thought behind that? And is that going to remain the same or is that going to change? I think that we definitely are going to start sharing a little bit more about our story. Because um, you guys have such a great story. And like, <laughs> I am dying to see your wedding photos. So you better post those. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we definitely will be sharing a little bit more. I think for us, like our product is just so beautiful. It speaks for itself. And I know, know, like just from seeing our followers, they really love the flower images. So we've been just trying to keep true to that and making our followers extremely happy. But I do know that there is some curiosity and people do want to see a little bit more of us. So we are going to make the effort to be on the Venus Safler Instagram a little bit more. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, this has been so fun. I could talk with you guys all day because it's like flowers, business, beauty, all all my favorite things. Um, But uh, we are just, you know, kind of gearing up to wrap up. I wanted to close with one last question, which is, you know, you've built a whole brand around flowers and beauty and kind of gifting and all of that. And I wanted to understand if you guys have any more philosophical thoughts about what it means to give and get flowers, because that's just so much a part of modern humanity. Yeah, I think we definitely, we've talked about this a lot and we do want to get, like we've been just so busy building the brand, but we do want to start, you know, giving back to something like a cause that really means a lot to us. And um, we have been, you know, looking into that a little bit more, but we will, Definitely by 2019 have um, a cool initiative. And why do you think it's so special for people to receive flowers? What is it about flowers and what what is it about this that just makes people feel emotional? I think it's, you know, with our product, they receive a beautiful, they receive a beautiful floral arrangement. um, But the fact that they don't have to see it go after such a short time allows them to really stay connected to that moment for a much longer period of time. Um, also, with just sort of the different products that we do carry, we, we've seen a lot of customers repeat order. Um, so whether it started as someone buying something for their girlfriend on an anniversary um, and then buying something, buying a mini for them at their office desk, it's just a gentle reminder to even the first arrangement that they received um, and you know something that someone really wanted to go out of their way and make sure was a very, very beautiful product and, and something different something unique that, you know, they didn't just go out, run across the street, pick up an arrangement and just drop it off. It was something that they really took a lot of care, thought and research into placing an order for. Yeah. And I think that's like to touch on that. Um, people just, there's an emotional connection to flowers. I think for anyone, I've never heard someone say that. I mean, there's people that say they hate flowers, but there is, everyone always smiles when they, they receive a flower arrangement. I think it, it's that emotional connection. And the great thing about our product is that it doesn't go right away. You get to enjoy that moment so much longer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. whether it be an anniversary or a promotion or you know graduating from college or university, like that moment will stay on for a little longer. And it's almost like stealing beauty you're kind of it's like my job it's like you're freezing time for people imagine if you could like drink a magic elixir and not age for a whole year let me know when that comes i will, I will. I will be here <laughs> okay so it's proprietary sorry but i'll tell you you know what i can tell you um but i feel like that's the coolest thing about these that they're pretty they're beautiful all of these amazing feelings you get from 
the flowers and then you don't have to watch them wilt in front of your eyes in the next three days. So mm -hmm. congratulations Thank on an amazing so company. You. Everyone check out Venus A. Fleur, give them a follow. <laughs> it's such a pretty account and um, I'm so happy that you guys came by. Thank you so Thank much, you so much for having us. us. So fun.